Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast, a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with Fairfax County leaders, to learn about the latest county news and information, and hear more on specific Fairfax County programs and services. Now here's your host, Jim Person, with this month's guest. Well, hello there. Welcome to Connect with County Leaders. I am your host, Jim Person. And on this episode, we're excited to talk with the chairman of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors, Sharon Bulova. Chairman Bulova, thanks for being with us. Welcome. Great to be here with you, Jim. Glad glad to have you. I know I've had the pleasure of chatting with you a couple of occasions before, uh, including a couple of uh, uh, episodes of the County Conversation podcast, where we've talked about the county government, uh, specifically budget stuff related, related to that. Um, just put a plug in here. Folks would like to listen to any of those back episodes or any of the other Fairfax County podcasts. We can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash podcast to listen, subscribe to any or all of the county's almost 10 podcasts that we're doing. So great way to catch up with audio information. Before we connect with Sharon Bulova, let's first learn a little bit about her. Sharon Bulova has served on Fairfax County's Board of Supervisors since 1988. Then she was elected in a special election uh, when then-Chair Jerry Connolly was elected to Congress to serve as the board chairman of Fairfax County's Board of Supervisors. And she's also served as the board's budget committee chairman for 20 years. She has served in her current position as chairman of the Board of Supervisors, as we said, since 2009. In addition, Bulova was a founder of VRE, that's the Virginia Railway Express, and has served on the VRE Operations Board since its inception in 1989. And if that weren't enough, she's also uh, served as chair of the Governor's Commission on Rail Enhancement for the 21st Century in the Commonwealth of Virginia, which resulted in effective partnerships or investments in rail to fund projects for both freight and passenger rail. Uh, appointed to by the Metropolitan Washington Council on Governments to chair the Greater Washington 2050 Initiative, culminating in the Region Forward Compact among 21 participating jurisdictions in the Council of Governments. Also member of COG's Air Quality Commi- uh, Committee, Development Planning Committee, Northern Virginia Regional Commission, and the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority. And if that weren't enough, Chairman Bulova founded the Faith Communities in Action, which is a countywide network that encourages faith communities and charitable nonprofit organizations to work in partnerships with local government to better respond to the needs of the community. And she also serves on the governing board of the Fairfax County Initiative to prevent and end homelessness. And Chairman Bulova, I am tired just <laughs> reading that. I can't even imagine how you must feel doing all that. <laughs> it's uh it's been a great career, yeah, yeah. and uh, and frankly, I can't tell you how satisfying it is. Okay. You know, to be able to, uh, you know, to really work in local government, mm-hmm. where you're able to make a real difference mm-hmm. and see tangible results. Okay, I I want to pick up on something you said. You said it's been a great career. What what do you mean by that? Anything you want to share with us? So um, so it's difficult uh, for some people to run for office. Right, right. Um, and it was not an easy decision, you know, way back when, when I uh, when I decided to run for right. what was then the Annandale district mm-hmm. seat. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but this has been my life's work for uh, for the past 30 years. And uh, and frankly, um, it's something that I'm really proud of. Uh, but things 
need to come to an end sometimes. Mm. And uh, and so I uh, have announced today that I will not be running for re-election for another four-year term. Wow. So I'm still going to be around for a while. Uh, this uh, Our terms are four years. Uh, but uh, but I will not be running for re-election wow. uh, during the uh, election season next year. Wow, making news here on the Connect <laughs> with County Leaders podcast. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yikes, a lot to take in. Has it um, making that announcement today? I mean, you know, talking here on the podcast, and we appreciate that so so very much, so that we can get the word out to the residents. Have you thought about this for a long time? I mean, how did it how did it come about? Was it just just felt right or what? Well, throughout my um, years in office, I always start a term out by thinking, I'll never do this again. Right, right. <laughs> Elections are really hard. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and so I always start, start a four-year term in office, uh, you know, thinking, well, this will be my last term, and I'm really going to try hard to make mm. this the best yeah, term and yeah. do the, you know, do the important things. Uh, and then towards the end of, end of a four-year term, you know, I start yeah, thinking, well, I still have the fire in my belly. I yeah. think I'll run for another four-year term. Yeah. Um, it's time for me to pass the torch. Mm. And uh, and so I've, you know, I, uh, I just know that. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I also look at some of my colleagues on the Board of Supervisors who are going to be running uh, for re-election or election next year and feel confident in being able to leave a board where there is leadership mm. to carry through on the kind of continuity that uh, that I think the voters right. would like to see. Right. So, again, I want to stress, you you mentioned it's not until the end of 2019. I'll still <laughs> when, be here when for When your a while. term is up. So <laughs> it's not like you're leaving today or tomorrow. Uh, what's – I mean, there's a lot left to accomplish. I'm sure that you feel that way, but a lots of accomplishments that I just touched on a few of in the intro. What are you hoping to accomplish in this in this last year as chairman of the of the Board of Fairfax County Supervisors? Well, there's there's a lot left to do, and I know um, in particular I serve on the board to prevent and end homelessness. We have been successful in actually reducing homelessness by almost 50 percent. We don't have in Fairfax County a large homeless population, mm-hmm. uh, but what we do have uh, individuals who uh, are living without a roof over their heads. Mm-hmm. I will continue to work uh, with our nonprofit organizations, our faith communities, and our county mm-hmm. staff uh, to try to address that issue, the mm-hmm. issue of housing, housing that is affordable uh, to people who are working in Fairfax County or wish to uh, be able to continue working right. in Fairfax County uh, and need housing that's affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, budget is always an issue. Right. Um, it actually is something that I've enjoyed over the year. Right, yeah. Over the years and working out a a really good process for engaging the community right. and also engaging uh, my colleagues on the Board mm-hmm. of Supervisors in the adoption of a budget. Right. Do you feel like that's one of your your strengths? Because I'm not sure, am I reading it wrong that a lot of folks are not necessarily much interested in the intricacies of the budget or or, or that? I mean, is that... 
that has always been, when, in, in fact, so I'll tell you a little story. So when I was first elected, um, the board was not really personally very engaged in mm. the budget. It mm. was the county executive. Uh, it was actually Jay Lambert at the time. And I remember looking around at the board and thinking, we should be more involved. And uh, and so I I joke that I drew the short straw <laughs> and asked to uh, serve as budget chairman of the budget committee. Mm. But it but that really is a joke because it's something that I wanted to do. Right. Uh, and it's not so much the numbers. Uh, it is, you know, it's it really is the process of mm. identifying priorities and then, you know, understanding the budget, how the, you know, where the money right. comes from, right. how it is allocated uh, and, uh, you know, and, and really kind of knowing what the priorities are. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling together the community and, and my colleagues mm-hmm. in the adoption of a, of a budget and having some transparency mm. so it's not a mystery to people. Right. Um, I love that. Right, right. <laughs> I think and, – and it's it's the most important thing that the board does every Good year. Yeah. Uh, it's where, you know, you put tax dollars uh, to work and where you are funding the priorities that people talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to talk about stuff and saying you believe in it. It's another thing to make sure that the funding is there right. to make those things happen. But also to make necessary cuts when they have to be made or you know, not fund certain projects or programs so, because it's so a balanced budget, shortly right? Shortly after I was elected chairman, the Great Recession happened mm. and uh, that – called upon you know called upon my <laughs> you know my skills uh, and my interest in budget to uh, not be funding things but to have to look for ways to uh, make reductions right. make changes uh, reorganizational changes to you know to try to bring down the cost yeah. of providing services while still being able right. uh, to retain the things that were most important sure so uh, so that I, you know, that has been, you know, one of the challenges of my career during the period of time that I've been chairman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Great Recession, yeah. sequestration, which followed, oh, yeah, and wow. you know, so those were those were difficult things, but something that I'm proud of being able to work with our county, excellent county staff, and uh, and my colleagues uh, on the board to navigate through that mm-hmm. difficult time while still maintaining our triple, triple A bond rating and uh, and making sure that we have continued to have safe neighborhoods, right. uh, excellent schools, compassionate human services. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the, the board getting along. There, there, I mean, there is a, a true sense of camaraderie, it seems like, when you watch a board of supervisors meeting that everyone generally uh, likes each other. They may have differences of opinion about how to fund things or do things, but that's, that's not the way it is at a lot of other levels of government. We have, we have a great board, and uh, we have had – I've served with – you know, a number of boards over the years, mm-hmm. um, uh, some uh, uh, more Democrats than Republicans and vice versa, uh, more females than males and vice versa. Uh, during the period of time, uh, especially that I've been chairman, boy, I've really enjoyed working with my colleagues. Mm. Um, 
I think that part of the job of chairman is to make sure that everyone is working together effectively. Mm. Uh, I have a picture in my office. Uh, it is a Mongolian horse. It's a Mongolian um, painting, mm -hmm. and it has horses galloping. Mm. Okay. And uh, sometimes I think of my job that way, <laughs> you know, trying to, you know, trying to um, make sure that, you know, that, uh, you know, that the horses are, you know, galloping in a way that, you know, that we're making progress right. and that we're working together. Uh, you know, Penny Gross uh, described my job as a stagecoach driver. Mm, uh, or point, yeah. I sometimes, you know, think of my job as being an orchestra conductor, mm. but making sure that, you know, that we're working together mm -hmm. effectively. Effectively, efficiently. Effectively. And, yeah. You know, we're different personalities. People have maybe different priorities or different uh, feelings about different things. But uh, what I always stress is that uh, reasonable people can disagree reasonably. Mm. And uh, once, you know, once we've all spoken our piece, uh, you know, we vote and, and we, you know, and then it's over right. and, and we work together effectively. Right. right. You kind of remind me of that uh, I, financial investment commercial, I think it was, you know, whenever, whatever E.F. Hutton speaks <laughs> or whatever, you know, people listen. You don't come across uh, you know, demonstratively loud, that type of thing, soft-spoken. Um, has, has that helped or hurt in your political career? Uh, every leader has their own style. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when I first ran for office, you know, I thought, you know, I'm not um, strong enough. I'm not mm. outspoken enough. Mm. I'm not aggressive enough. Um, and then over the years, you know, I kind of realized you don't have to be aggressive. Mm. People have different styles. And, uh, you know, what what works for some people, right, right. Uh, you know, can turn out to be, you know, what is needed at right, the time. Right. So, uh, so, so I'm not a loud yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of a leader. Uh, I think it makes but, you approachable. But it's, it's, yeah. work, it's worked for me. Yeah. Now, I think in doing some research, and I've, I've doing a little bit of reading and stuff like that, are, on the I or the E scale, introvert, extrovert, does that kind of play along with this kind of personality? That's a good question. Um, so on Myers-Briggs, I'm right smack in the middle. So I'm, you know, right between an extrovert and an introvert. Interesting. And so... When needed, I, <laughs> I call upon right. my inner extrovert and uh, and enjoy, you know, connecting with people. Right. Uh, and then every once in a while, my introvert side says, Sharon, <laughs> right. uh, I need to can't chill for we a be minute. quiet yeah. for a while? <laughs> so yeah. both sides work. Interesting. Now, if I remember from our conversations on the county conversation, I, I think you're a doodler. <laughs> done some drawing and that kind of thing. That was before I was chairman. Okay. And uh, when you had time. now that I'm chairman, <laughs> I have to pay uh, maximum attention. Uh, no zoning out and no uh, doodling. Right. But uh, but over the years, um, I I love to doodle and and draw little caricatures. Mm. Um, the uh, David Bob Zine, who used to be our our county attorney for mm -hmm. many years. Mm -hmm. Um, loved the doodles, 
And so sometime in closed session, while we were discussing weighty legal issues and whatnot, my mind would mm -hmm. wander and I would doodle caricatures of my colleagues. And, uh, and so David Bob Zine used to ferret them out of away and out of the uh, trash can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a very nice collection. Wow, okay. So I, I do like to doodle yeah. and uh, do like to sketch. And in fact, when I guess it was uh, when Kate Hanley retired, uh, it was either Kate or Jerry, I don't remember which, mm -hmm. but I did a little drawing of all members of the board, oh, yeah. little caricatures, yeah. and, and gave gave copies okay. to okay. every member. Maybe something for the end of 2019. So, so, <laughs> maybe, so maybe my new career, who yeah. knows? Could be the, the, the uh, caricaturist or the drawer for the, for the board or other projects that you you're interested know. in drawing. You never know. Yeah. Was it something about drawing in your past or art or something like that that's always been a, a when, passion or when interest? I, when I was a – well, actually, when I was a little kid – uh, I loved I loved to draw, mm -hmm. and my family thought I was talented. Um, later, I realized actually I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't very talented. It's just, just something that I were. enjoyed. <laughs> and uh, so when I was younger, I thought I also liked to write, and I still do. And uh, so I thought when I was growing up that I would uh, be become an artist. Mm. Maybe I would write children's books oh, and illustrate them. Yeah. So that was my dream. Yeah. That never happened. Still time. Never happened. But but I write my uh, byline articles mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I doodle. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, who knows what a next chapter right. in my right. life will bring. Well, this, this career, if I'm not mistaken, someone gave me a little a nugget that actually you started as the cartoonist for your local civic association newsletter. That's how you kind so of got into this. My path uh, into, uh, into elected office yeah. uh, started when I decided to get a little – I was actually working in private industry. I was working for a company uh, that sold electronic components to high-tech companies. Mm -hmm. And uh, – and I hated it. <laughs> well, it sounds so interesting. I, thought, you know, I don't know why. This is, I don't like this job, but I don't know what else I want to do. And I'm a, I am a, uh, a live-to-work kind of person. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, well, in my spare time, I'll get a little. I'll get more involved in the civic association. Mm -hmm. uh, and so um, that's not hard to get involved in a civic or a homeowner association. So they're. They're always looking for people right. who are willing to become involved in the community. So I started by volunteering to do, make cartoons mm -hmm. for in Kings Park West for the Civic Association. Uh, and then I, we started a neighborhood watch. And, uh, and, they, and so I volunteered for that, but I also volunteered to write a column for the mm -hmm. newsletter. Okay. So, so that's sort of how I got my start uh, in government, so to speak. Right. Uh, but the civic association work led me uh, into becoming involved in some neighborhood issues such as land use and a transportation project, a road connection that was planned through our community, mm -hmm. um, a rezoning that had everyone all concerned, uh, that led uh, us to work with Supervisor Audrey Moore who represented our neighborhood mm -hmm. and our district. Uh, and and then I, I just 
gravitated, you know, right. into that work. Audrey Moore then asked if I would be interested uh, since I was involved. I, you know, I left out. You know, it's not hard to work your way up the rungs right. of a civic association. Right. So All it was cartoonist. Right. It was the writer of the article, and then I was the vice president, and then right. the president right. of the civic association. Yeah. And Audrey um, asked if I would be interested in working for her as her aide. Wow. So that really is what led me to mm-hmm. uh, into local government. See, and you thought doodling would not take you anywhere. Go figure. <laughs> Transportation uh, was a bi- was a big issue. You mentioned the Civic Association and, and Supervisor Moore's office. Has that always been kind of a, a, a passion area or an interest area for you, transportation? Because we mentioned in the intro, you're one of the founders of VRE. So uh, as Audrey Moore's aide, one of the things that she was working on or was interested in, uh, she was a member of Northern Virginia Transportation uh, Commission. Uh, and and they had just done a study uh, that showed it was viable and possible um, to start a commuter rail um, commuter rail system mm-hmm. uh, using the existing freight train okay. tracks, right, right. Norfolk Southern and uh, CSX that uh, you know that go through Northern Virginia. Uh, and so she asked me to. Uh, help build, as her aide, help mm-hmm. build support mm-hmm. uh, within the community for that. So I started uh, an organization called Fever, uh, Friends of the Virginia Railway Express, and built a coalition that went really beyond Fairfax County, mm-hmm. but into Loudoun, or not Loudoun, but Prince William County, uh, Stafford County, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Manassas, Manassas Park, building up, building up uh, interest in a constituency to advocate for commuter rail. And, uh, and, and indeed, you know, that advocacy started, the railroads agreed. It was way more complicated than I'm describing it. I can only imagine. (laughs) But, uh, but then when Audrey Audrey ran uh, for chairman of mm-hmm. the Board of Supervisors. Mm-hmm. She encouraged me to run for her seat. Uh, and then as the supervisor um, of the Annandale, later called Braddock District, mm-hmm. uh, that was my niche, was commuter rail. Right. And, uh, and so I, I then was appointed to NVTC as well and uh, worked to forge agreements among jurisdictions right. throughout Northern Virginia, right. uh, and and to create an operations board, right. uh, a VRE operations board, before there was anything to, right. to operate. operate. <laughs> <laughs> we bought the trains. We bought our first trains, right. and uh, we built stations. And so I was there at the birth. Wow. So I I, it's not just that I love transportation. I love you know I especially love. The VRE, right. and uh, and then having the opportunity uh, to help make sure that the Silver Line uh, mm-hmm. was then extended uh, into Tyson's and on to the airport, right. and that when I became chairman, that was an issue. You know, would sure. we actually be able right. to get all the way to Dulles Airport? Right. And into Loudoun County, yeah, yeah. so that's fun stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I've really 
you know, I find that so satisfying and yeah. interesting, and it's complicated. Right. Uh, but uh, but I I love working on those yeah. issues. But that's what kind of kind of drives you all that that complication and exactly. that, that budget and the numbers and yeah. the money and all that kind of Putting stuff. Putting it together and the adventures yeah. and the ups and downs. So it, it's one thing to be the cartoonist for the association. You know, maybe step on up, vice president, president of your homeowners, the civic association. But what were you thinking when then Supervisor Moore said, "Hey, why don't you run run for my seat?" I mean, <laughs> I was I was scared to death. Yeah, yeah. But you did it anyway. I was scared to death, and I um, so I'm not an ex- extrovert, and so I was afraid, you know, that I would have trouble being out there. Right. Uh, but even more than that, um, I always had a phobia about speaking in public. Really? I could not open my mouth around a table uh, when people were introducing themselves wow. and, and explaining what they did or who yeah, they were. Yeah. So um, my heart would pound <laughs> and I would, so how could I possibly, <laughs> right. you know, run for office? Uh, so, <clears throat> but I, but I, I thought I would, I, I knew that I would enjoy the work. Mm. And so, so it was important to me right. to do that just kind and, of uh, to get over breath. the phobia yeah, yeah. you know people had to get over it with me right. <laughs> listen to me um speak and uh and help coach me uh i had a you know i had a lot of friends and a lot of supporters and a lot of help yeah. and what really made the difference actually was running running for office and knocking on doors hmm. and <clears throat> getting to know my district uh, getting to know the people I wanted to represent. Right. And when people come to me and say they're interested in running for office, I always tell people, pay your grassroots dues, uh, get involved in your community, mm. know the people you wish to represent, uh, and knock on doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduce yourself. Right. Listen to what people have to say. Right. I was going to ask you, you know, what what advice you would give to whoever was going to run for your spot, or either either just run for the run for the board. Any any of the vacant seats that may come up next year or in years in years future. So, uh, and, it's again, it's it's important that people. It's you know, representing people is that's important. That's yeah. an important uh, role that you're playing. And um, people need to be good listeners. So a mm. good leader is a good listener, someone who's willing to, you know, hear both sides of an issue, right. change their mind maybe. Mm. You know, sometimes you come into an issue thinking you know what the right thing is to do, right. you know, and then by engaging more people and listening to, you know, different points of view, um, a, a much better product is the result. Mm. Interesting. We're connecting with Sharon Bulova. She is the chairman of Fairfax County's Board of Supervisors, who's uh, started this interview with some uh, some big news that uh, she is not going to be uh, running again for chairman of the Board of Supervisors. But again, her term does not end until 2019. So she is uh, going to be still chair of the, the Board of Supervisors. Um, the time has just slipped away from me, Chairman Bulova. I, I have so many more thoughts, so many more questions I want to ask, but I want to make sure that you know we we give you enough time here to to kind of make sure that you cover what you want to cover. Um, any any final thoughts? Looking back on on the the wonderful work you've done, the great things that you've accomplished, and on your um, tenure as the on the Board of Supervisors and as the chair. Any any final thoughts that that you have that you would kind of like to wrap up with? 
just would like to say, boy, I sure have uh, had the opportunity to work with uh, so many wonderful folks. Um, our county staff, our county workforce, county leadership, uh, members of the Board of Supervisors throughout, throughout the year. Uh, throughout the years that I've been uh, the Braddock supervisor and then chairman of the Board of Supervisors. And uh, the many, many volunteers, uh, uh, boards, commissions, people who have stepped up to the plate, who have taken an active role mm -hmm. in their communities, in their community associations. Um, Fairfax County is a great place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it has been an honor right. uh, for me to serve. And of course, I'm not finished serving. Right. Right. Uh, end of end of 2019. Uh, but serving uh, on the board. But then there'll be other things. There will be other things. <laughs> <laughs> there will be other things. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, a good takeaway from this, um, even if you think of yourself as just a doodler. <laughs> there is still plenty of uh, need and plenty of room for you to get involved with your local homeowners association, civic association, and there's no telling where that can lead. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us and let our listeners get a little better chance to, to get to know you and hear some of the things you've done in, in your time here with Fairfax County. So Thank thanks. you so much, Jim. Thank and you for doing this. Absolutely. Thank you. Unfortunately, that is all the time we've got for this edition of Connect with County Leaders featuring Sharon Bulova, Chairman of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors. We want to thank Chairman Bulova for joining us and also thank you for listening to us. And if you could do us a favor, help others learn about this podcast. We'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on what are whatever podcast player app you use, uh, you know, hopefully, selfishly, we hope it's a five-star rating, but please just be, be honest. Uh, the more ratings and reviews uh, you provide, the easier it is for new listeners to find this new podcast, which we're only on our second episode of Connect with County Leaders. So thanks in advance for your rating and review. And be sure, uh, sure to join us again uh, next month for the next edition of Connect with County Leaders as we welcome back Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. You also may call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Or email publicaffairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.